Hello, San Pedro Podcast, episode 50. You are listening to the Hello San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey guys, before we get into this episode of Pedro and Corona, um, I wanted to first say that when we originally recorded this, which was on Thursday, the count was, I believe, 55. And now that I'm putting it out, which is Saturday morning, it is at 70. So the count of people who have contracted the virus, confirmed cases, is now at 70. And that is a huge huge jump. Um, And also, sorry for not getting this episode out earlier. You know, it's looking like the end of the week is when most of our episodes are going to come out. Hopefully, you know, if we can get them out to you sooner, I definitely will. Um, But in the meantime, um, I am going to be dropping two episodes to you guys today. So have yourself a little binge listen. All right, guys, here's the episode. This episode was brought to you by San Pedro Today, your local community magazine, bringing you stories from San Pedro. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hello San Pedro podcast, uh, Pedro and Corona edition. Um, <laughs> Joining me today is Joshua Stecker. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. I mean, I think we should just do our check-ins. How are you really doing? <laughs> How am I really doing? Um. Well, I mean, I'm okay. I mean, all things considered, I'm. I mean, I'm healthy. I'm, you know, fortunately, and people around me are are still healthy, which is good. Um. Yeah, just kind of getting used to. It. I mean, I. I've been, you know, trying to put together the next issue of San Pedro today, and it's been a rough haul considering all, um, you know, so many businesses aren't aren't in operation, and events have been canceled or postponed, and you know, the magazine runs on advertising revenue, and so it's been a really tough haul trying to, uh, you know, get this May issue out. But knock on wood, we will publish something. Yeah. And so yeah, but we'll get we'll get into the masks, selfies, and all that stuff at the end but that we that we talked about yeah i'm looking forward to seeing all those selfies in the magazine i really am gotten a bunch Um, already it's i'm i'm happy we've gotten i don't know like a couple dozen that reminds me i took a selfie so i'm gonna send it to you and if you think it's worthy like by all (laughs) means um you worthy dear i promise it's been interesting how well we've kind of adjusted i want to say Um, Not just like me and my family. I mean, like in general, I feel like the community has adjusted pretty well to this new normal. You know, we're walking around with our masks. It's not weird anymore. It, you know, it was weird to me in the beginning to see so many people with masks. Now it's like you go to the grocery store, everyone wears a mask. You know, I now make the effort to kind of like have a friendly greeting or convo like short convo with someone just to let people know like I'm not you can't see me smile but I am 
a friend, you know, I'm a neighbor. Mm -hmm. um, but it's weird. It, it kind of just seems like normal now. <laughs> well, it's weird. It's weird that you mentioned that because the mask situation is kind of just, I don't even want to say, it kind of just entered the, the community you know, it, it like busted through because everybody, you know, is wearing them now, but it is, like you said, it's just like, and it's, it's accepted. It's just, it's just what it is. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, like, so I have two dogs and when I walk them in my neighborhood now, I, I wear, I haven't gotten, by the way, sidetrack, the masks that I ordered during the last uh, podcast, I thought I was going to get them next week. They still have not arrived. Oh my gosh. So I've been using a scarf as a mask. And people in my neighborhood have been have been pretty good with, um, you know, when they were outside and walking their dogs and stuff like that, wearing masks. But this morning, I was, you know, I was tired and whatnot, and I got my dogs out and started walking, and I forgot my scarf. Oh. And I felt naked. Like, I felt like, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to drive by and call me out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't even think, like – it hasn't gotten to that point where it's like a natural thing yet. You still have yeah. to think about it. But yeah, I was walking the dogs this morning and I was just like, oh man, I hope, you know, I was pulling my shirt over my, my mouth, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to, to let people know that I was like, at least, you know, trying to practice, but yeah. yeah. So I that's like a weird thing. I wasn't even sure if we were supposed to still wear them like on our walk since the walks are mostly, um, a, you know, isolated you know from everyone but i think it, it is supposed to be worn pretty much anytime we're outside the house that's the um, way i'm taking it yeah you know, anytime you're outside because you don't know who you're going to run into like of course when i'm walking my dogs at like 6 30 in the morning it's it's a pretty solo affair but you know every now and then i'll run i'll you know somebody will walk by or somebody's jogging or somebody you know i've noticed a lot more joggers in my neighborhood that's for sure Right. I kind of feel like this is a, you know, this has been good for um, the people who have always wanted to go for runs and never had the chance, you know, <laughs> I would like to consider myself one of them, but I'm still not running. So <laughs> I have no excuses officially. Um, and yeah, I think, I think you're right. It's probably better uh, to kind of just practice wearing the mask at all times when you're outside the house. Um, it's been kind of an adjustment to, to talk through. Like I noticed my kind of like my jaw and my face getting like sore because it was, I, I feel like it's, what do you call it? It's using muscles that you don't normally use. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's a weird, there's a weird language that develops when you have a mask on. It's like you're talking with your eyes. Yeah. You know, you, like you have to like acknowledge, like do the, I, I mean, we're on, we're on audio here, so nobody's seen, but. Like it's like raising your eyebrows a little bit or making I'm your eyes wider, sure happy. I'm yeah. just like doing these like um you know over dramatic like nods like hey I see yeah. you, you know yeah. I totally. acknowledge your presence. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, one thing I'm noticing with the mask selfies that have been coming in for the magazine, mm -hmm. uh, which we'll talk about again. Um, uh, most of the selfies that are coming in are home. They look homemade. Like a lot of these masks that people are wearing are either homemade or there's some type of cloth, you know, mask. I haven't seen anybody. I, I don't think anybody's submitted anything with a, like a medical grade mask yet or anything like that. But I know there are some bandanas, some, you know, people are doing, people are using, you know, what they can find. I suppose like me, I'm using a scarf. I'm wearing yeah. a scarf outside. It's 80 degrees out. 
Yep. <laughs> um, I, know, I was going to ask about that. Like the weather just changed so quickly because the weather was really gloomy. It was a lot of rain. And then all of a sudden it was like, we got like a super hot summer day yesterday and yeah, yeah it was unexpected. My, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to have my parents. They're, they're pretty young grandparents. Um, you know, they're not 65 or older and, um, thank God they don't really have any underlying health conditions. So they've been able to watch my son, you know, and we've been all practicing, you know, washing our hands and being extra safe. Uh, but you know, when I dropped him off yesterday, it was such a beautiful day. Like, they were all going to go in the pool. And my son was so excited to go back again today. Immediately, he was just like, Mama, Awa, you know, he just, <laughs> and honestly, the pool, if you're out there and you're with them, it's kind of like the best babysitter, just because you don't have to be running for them. Honestly, you can let them, you know, tire themselves out on their own, which is cool. Totally. And it's a guaranteed nap. But, um, <laughs> I do realize not everyone has a pool and there are a lot of people who are stuck in apartments with a lot, you know, big families. So yeah, I, I hope we can all survive this. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, it's tough. You know, it's like on the one hand, like how you said in the, in the beginning, like the town has adjusted a bit and it has, I mean, for, I mean, we've been forced to, Yeah. there hasn't been like, there, there isn't any, Oh, you know, some people are, some people are, it's like, no, we, we're all in the situation together. We're all, we're all reacting to the same thing and everybody is, is, has been pretty good, you know, so far about, I went, I was at the grocery store. Yes. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. And, um, everybody was in, everybody had a mask. Everybody had, everybody had, um, you know, protective gear. Some people had gloves on. Most people didn't. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's just that it's com it's common courtesy now. That's that's why I think people should just look at it as you know, you have some you know fringe people who are idiots thinking it's oh it's a it's a loss of control and blah blah blah. But you know, it's common courtesy. I'm wearing a mask to protect you. You're wearing a mask yeah. to protect me. That's all. You know, it'll go away eventually, and it will. You know, yeah. this as I say in every podcast we've done, this is temporary. Mm -hmm. is the problem is it's gonna you know it's gonna be a bit it's gonna be time you know time is is what we're looking at here you know it, we have the may 15th date as the you know where the extension for the state safer at home orders go but you know we could go to the end of may i don't we don't know we just no. don't know it's yeah. like it was, wasn't it like April 15th and May then they extended April, then May 1st, then May 15th. So so. At the end of this month, they might extend it to June 1st or June 15th. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I imagine that if they, if California wants to be caught extra, you know, cautious, which I feel like California and, you know, our leaders, our governor are uh, not to get political, but I, <laughs> our mayor and um, even our local leaders, I feel like the response has been very quick and swift and um, aggressive. And I appreciate that, you know, because I felt like it, it's really kept us a lot safer. As Absolutely. It, yeah. So say what you want. You can say what you want about Governor Newsom. You can say what you want about Mayor Garcetti. But they reacted early. They re reacted strongly. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, the data speaks for itself. I mean, California did not 
you know, we haven't gotten that huge surge of, you know, um, people going to the hospital and, and, you know, they, they've said we've already maybe flattened our curve by now, which yeah. is great. It doesn't mean it's done. It means we still have to, to follow the rules and still, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, pay attention to the orders, but at the same time, it's working Yeah, and it worked. And, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due in that part. And that was to their you know, leadership. I fully you know, acknowledge their leadership in this. It's been great. You yeah, know? I, so, I agree. I agree. I think that's um, all politics we'll get into this. <laughs> I, I know. Um, I, I agree. Um, the only other comments I have about them are that they're very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, funny but, to say that. Whenever this is this is inside baseball with the magazine, but I run the magazine's Instagram, and so I'm the one who's sharing all those stories. For those of you who who are you know, on our uh, San Pedro Today Instagram, that's all me. Mm-hmm. And whenever I post a um, a post by either Newsom or Garcetti, somebody somebody will react to it with like the emoji with the heart eyes. Yep. That cracks me up. <laughs> that cracks me up to no end. I think that is so damn funny. I'll respond uh, to it next time with them chili pepper <laughs> emojis. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a weird time, and I I just hope we all pull through it together. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, the inevitable question: How many cases do we have in Pedro now? Yeah, it's um it it last well let's put it into perspective. The last time we talked, I think we were at. 30, I think 31. 31. Yeah. Right. Um, as of yesterday, which was April 15th, we're talking today on Thursday, April 16th. Um, yesterday, uh, San Pedro cases were at 55, which, you know, is a, is a jump. But, you know, we're talking about a population of 80,000. And, yeah. you know, it's not in the scheme of things. It, it's very small. But, you know, it's 20 cases since last week, which, again, is yeah. not a huge jump, all things considered. So a lot of the uh, mitigation um, factors are working. You know, mm-hmm. that's not to say there are still 55 people who are who have been recorded um, carrying yeah. the virus in town right now. I do not know of those 55 how many are hospitalized, how many are are not. Um, these are just statistics. But like I say in the other podcast, every number is an individual. Mm-hmm. Every as a family member, either a mother, a father, a brother, or sister. Yeah. These people are all affected because it's not only just that one person. Let's say that one that's that's the wife of somebody. Yeah. Well, that husband has to be in quarantine now. If they have children, they are quarantined now. Yeah. So it's not just when you look at those stats and you see like, oh, 55 people have contracted the virus in San Pedro, that is correct. But of those 55, there are tens, if not hundreds of people who uh, who have to react to that they're either in quarantine or you know what i mean or they're getting tested mm-hmm. so you know it, it is it is a different world right now where it's not just 55 people have to realize that yep Everybody's yeah well, that's um 55 people in san pedro who are practicing self-quarantine like you said and whoever they're living with and and god forbid they're alone you know that's 55 people who can't go to the store and shop for themselves. They can't, you know, they need help. They need assistance. Um, uh, just from my own personal experience, my husband works at a hospital, so he's already, I mean, without having, um, without 
having really any interaction specifically with the with the virus, but knowing someone who has and just being around the hospital where you see it, he's already pretty much since this has begun, he's already practiced social distancing in the home, which is really weird. Right. And it is honestly very hard and very stressful because I've kind of been single parenting it, you know, because he doesn't want to interact with my son as much. He doesn't want to even risk it, you know. And he hasn't even been diagnosed. I mean, he doesn't. He hasn't been diagnosed with it. He's just being safe because yeah. of his workplace. He's, he's always been really safe, and so this is him and his, you know, caution coming into play. Now that there's a bigger risk for this crazy thing, he's even. I mean, he's just like way cautious now. He's not taking any chances, and it has been hard. It's been hard at home. It's it's. You know, he texts me at night. I miss you. He's sleeping in the kids' room, and you know, oh. baby's with me. Um, baby's been with me. That's not a change. <laughs> right, right, right. We've been co-sleeping, and uh, you know, I'm used to having a toddler. But it feels really weird to not be able to like hug my husband or be close with him. And this is just him being safer. You know. Right. I don't know what I just did on the Skype thing, but you okay. took a snapshot. <laughs> I did. I, I thought that was to make the window bigger. Oh, yeah. We're talking on Skype, by the way. We're not in the studio together. That's another thing. This is our first Skype uh, yeah. uh, podcast. Um, it might be the first of many who see who knows where things will go, but it's um, nice and handy, especially during these times. Um, right. Do you have any other local numbers? So in Los Angeles County, we have 10,496 cases and 402 deaths recorded as of yesterday, which was April 15th. Mm -hmm. So that's terrible. But, you know, yeah, going into the region yeah. here, you know, uh, our area, you know, San Pedro with 55, Rancho Palos Verdes has 46, Palos Verdes Estates is at 36, Wilmington is, I believe, at 40. So, you know, um, the numbers are going up, but they're not going up dramatically. You know, we, like, I, the population of Rancho Palos Verdes and San Pedro collectively is about 120,000 residents. And so, you know, about 100 people um, in both, uh, between Pedro and RPV, you know, mm -hmm. in the scheme of things, it's not, you know, it's not huge. It's not that bad, which is great. But like I said earlier, still you know, over a hundred people. So it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to hear how quickly the numbers are rising, you know, just, um, that there's 20 new cases since last week. And, um, it, it seems bad for me. It seems like, okay, that's too many too quickly, but you're right. There are a lot of people in this area and it's not as bad as it could be. So I'm glad I'm grateful. Um, but that being said, it still means we're not out of the woods yet and we need to continue practicing social distancing and continue washing our hands and wiping things down and using Clorox. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We have to follow everything still, you know, we can't be lax. That's the thing about this, this virus mm -hmm. is like the moment we let our guard down with it is the moment that we can get a surge again. We could get a, a, you know, we get a hot spot somewhere yeah. or something can happen. And that's the dangers of it all. I mean, look at New York city, New York city is getting pummeled, I know. but they're finally on the downslide. 
they're finally, you know, they they've hit their plateau and they're finally on the on the downslide with this, which is great. But mm-hmm. still, you know, they were talking this morning. Uh, Governor Cuomo was talking this morning about you know reopening the city, you know, what they could do, and it's like, you know, reopening the city now or doing any type of of reopening is 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 a recipe for for disaster. At yeah. This point. Let's, you know, stick with the guidelines. Let's ride this out a little more, a few more weeks, and, you know, we'll see where it ends up. But I'm glad that everything that we've been told to do has been working. I mean, it, the the data with that is, you can't argue it. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So, anywho. On a brighter note, what are yeah. some things you're looking forward to? Yes, let's talk about the future, right? Let's talk yeah. about the future. That's what we want to talk about. I I'm desperately looking forward to going to the movies. Oh my gosh, yes. To the theater. I don't know if people know this, but I co-own a theater company in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we've been closed since uh, the, the pandemic struck. And you know, Garcetti yesterday uh, said or hinted, you know, it's a possibility that large gatherings may may not happen until next year, until 2021. That means like sporting, sporting events. Um, any concerts, which kills me. I'm dying to go to concerts. Thinking about that, like co- I've been wanting to go see a few artists, and you know, it would be a real treat for me since I never go to concerts. You know, um, and I'm like, wow, this isn't this isn't going to be a possibility for a while. Yeah, I had three concerts already tickets for, or four uh, postponed or you know canceled because of this, and it just sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I had tickets to see the Eagles. That was my birthday gift for my girlfriend. Wow. Couldn't, couldn't do that. That got postponed to September. We had we had tickets for Wilco, and I got tickets for Bob Dylan at the Hollywood Bowl in June, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen now. So it's like, oh, painful, yeah. painful. I definitely miss the movies because, you know, before I was a mom, um, I, I didn't even realize how much I liked it, but that was the only place I wanted to go when we had a free night, you know, for date night. It's like, I just wanted to go to the movies. I wanted to sit down with my popcorn and, and watch something that I want to see. You know, you, we take these little things for granted. Um, you know, one thing that I miss, I just recently stopped at the brewery to get a beer for my friend so we can uh-huh. do happy hour FaceTime, right? And I was like, God, I can't wait to come back and like just chill here on the picnic tables and like bring our own food. And I mean, that was a spot where we would just all hang out together. And um, I look forward to doing our social gatherings, you know, back in our in our spots. Um, I miss the park. That was something I feel like that's been kind of difficult because that's where we would go to take my son to go get all of his energy out. I don't know how parents are doing out there, but <laughs> you know, the park was the best way for him to just go and have fun. And, you know, it didn't require a lot of running on our part. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I do look forward to, to when this settles down and we can all gather in public again. Yeah, that's one thing I desperately miss too. I just miss socializing. I miss like I mean, it's the other day I um you know, I went to pick up some food from a, one of the local restaurants and just the, the idea of walking into the restaurant like and seeing like the chairs up on the tables. Yeah. And not, you know, it just 
it's just a weird, it's still a weird feeling. Like that stuff, I don't think I'll ever get used to. That's the stuff I won't get used to for the time being. You know, seeing just going into a restaurant, seeing all the chairs up on the tables, but you're, but they're open. Yeah. And you're there to pick up food. Yeah. And you see the kitchen staff and you see a, you know, a, a manager or a host or somebody there. And you just, you can't, you can't even hang out. Like I can't even hang out and like say, hi, how's it going? You know, it's like, you know, we got to stay apart and, it's yeah that's that's really tough to deal with the social the social aspect of this whole thing has just been very 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 hard to wrap your head around still right yeah I, I mean, the I introvert agree. like that joke about introverts you know loving this because that's all i did was stay at home well i'm kind of an introvert myself like i'm not one of those guys who you see around town in very often i'm just not i don't like to you know i'm just like that and uh-huh. But I miss going out, man. I miss going outside and socializing and, ha- and being with people and just grabbing a drink somewhere, you know? It's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there soon. We'll all be out drinking with our friends or on the beach soon and loving every minute of it. Um, even just, like, having, fa- like, gatherings at your your own home, you know? It's like you would think like, oh, well, this is a good time now that, you know, I'm not working or, you know, I'm, my schedule is now cut in half and everybody's time is more flexible. We're at home. You think like, oh, let me just pop on over and we'll hang out there. But no, it's, it's part of the thing. You don't, you don't have, we're not able to go visit together, you know? So I'm looking forward to like group gatherings, even if they're just like little in each other's homes watching, a, a, I don't know, a Netflix show that's that's what i miss too somebody um wrote it's funny because i'm a big music guy and <laughs> i uh, uh I, was, I was seeing on maybe it was a meme because it's a meme we all look at memes now yeah um, somebody posted that they wanted to listen to a new album so they got in their car and drove the the 405 to the 101 to the 10 to the 210, to the 110. And <laughs> basically the joke was that they could listen to the entire album in the time span of them driving the freeway. Wow. And I thought actually thought that was a great idea if to just, because you don't have to get out of your car, just take a drive and put on some good music and listen to an entire album. I call it, album. Uh, let's do album drives where you just drive aimlessly for the time period of a good album you want to listen to. And then yeah. just go home. It gets you out of the house. You know, put the windows down, blast the music loud. You know, just just that feeling of just being out in the world and just seeing things and not being cooped up in your house and staring at a screen and having yeah. some music behind you and playing. I mean, that's that's something I would recommend to anybody if they have if they can do it. Just get out and drive for a little bit, then come back. You don't you don't have to get out of your car. Mm-hmm. And, I- your car too if you haven't used your car in a while it's good for the car get the battery going all that stuff yeah that's a good recommendation i definitely think that listening to music is a great thing because you know what's funny is like now that i'm home more often it's so much easier to just watch tv rather than listen to music and i would enjoy music in my car on the way to work or on long commutes and it's like and now i'm missing the music because i'm not driving as much yeah so, I agree. That is a great idea. Play some music, step away from the screen, um, feed your soul with your favorite tunes, whatever that is. Um, 
Yeah. Or podcast. That's what I do. The thing with like podcasts, I would listen to podcasts on when I, whenever I drove. That's the yes. only time I would listen to them is when I drove. Now I find myself listening to them at home. It's kind of a different experience. Yeah. But, but it's like listening to, I mean, it just takes, it, it breaks you away from staring at a screen too, which has been mm-hmm. really nice. It's like, it's like almost like you're playing something in the background. I mean, it, it, it doesn't necessarily replace the beauty of music, but at the same time, it it's just something else you could listen to and, and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, like this podcast, I hope you're listening, whoever's listening to it is listening to it in a, in a car or at home or Share with friends. Um, not everybody knows about the Hello San Pedro podcast, so make sure you share it with your friend or neighbor and make sure they're staying informed and let them know we're all in it together. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. There's a podcast for anything. I'm telling you, whatever you're into, there's a podcast for Especially it, I'm sure. Especially oh, yeah. I'm sure this pandemic is probably birthing a lot of really creative projects, and podcasts are most likely one of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to end the episode on a nice, oh, wait, you know, happy I, I note. Plug the magazine. Yep. That's what I was going to ask for. I was like, <laughs> let's talk about the magazine. Um, so uh, if you haven't paid attention to our, the magazine's Instagram or Facebook page, which, which is San Pedro today, um, we are doing this thing for our cover story. And basically, uh, well, I'll was, I was lay it out on front street. I got really depressed um, after the last issue came out, only because the the issue was full of, uh, in my opinion, it was full of doom and gloom. You know, uh, it was a reaction to what was going on in town. I had to fill it with important information so people who don't necessarily get their information on the internet um, will have something they could refer to. And that was really important for me to do. Um, But this time around, I want to bring a little bit of light and love and good news um, during this pandemic. And so we thought of the concept called silver linings. And the silver linings idea is basically even, we it's basically, we know this sucks. Like everybody knows this pandemic, it, we're all experiencing various levels of stress and anxiety during this. I know I am. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit to everybody, I've had panic attacks. You know, I've, I've had a hard time with this. I really have. This, this isn't, you know, this isn't fun. And I know I'm not alone. But through that, we can all find some silver linings to attach to what's been going on. You know, whether it's been, you know, ha- spending real good quality time with your family or picking up a new hobby or trying to learn a new in- instrument or a language or you know, reaching out to old friends you haven't spoken to in a while. I've done that recently. I reached out to old elementary school friends who, you know, I haven't actually connected with in a long time. That's been great because we all have a common thing to talk about. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, it's not like a blind phone call. It's like, hey, how are you doing? No, seriously, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I asked the community to give me your silver linings, but also give me a mask selfie, a selfie with your mask on or a photograph with your family with their masks on, you know, because we're all in this together. And I just think it's a cool idea. And by and large, we've gotten a great response so far, which has been great. Um, I'm going to run as many of the photographs and silver linings that I can in the next in the May issue of the magazine. So 
Um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. So if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the announcement, please send your selfie and um, and write up a silver lining, just 75 words or less, something about that, like we talked about, that you've learned or are doing or some positive thing you're experiencing through the pandemic and send it to contact at sanpedrotoday.com. Mm-hmm. That's contact at sanpedrotoday.com. That's the email. Just send it to me and hopefully we'll get your your masked mug and your silver linings in the next issue. So I will have all of the information linked into the show notes. So if you're wherever you're listening, you can scroll down and you'll see the email there. You'll see the website. You can read more information about it. Um, I think that's a great idea. Honestly, I can't wait to hear how everybody is getting through this pandemic and what everybody's been doing, you know, um, I, there's gotta be a lot of silver linings out there. You know, we've got, I've gotten about, I've gotten like about two dozen so far, I think maybe I could be off, but I mean, the silver lines that people are sending me are wonderful. You know, the first one I got was a, a selfie. Well, I don't know if it was a selfie or not, but it was a photograph of a 95 year old lifelong San Pedrin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it was like family member or somebody that took the picture, but the silver lining was that when he was given his face mask by his daughter, I believe, um, he asked if his daughter could make more um, for his friends. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, and he, he was a social guy, I guess, and he has friends. So um, that's what happened. And then his other daughter uh, delivered them mm-hmm. uh, to, to his friends. And I just, I mean, that that's community. That's love. That's San Pedro. That is, I mean, I, I got teary-eyed when I read it. And I even emailed the person who emailed me. I, I even admitted, I said, you know, I, I cried when I read your email because you hit the nail on the head with what I was trying to accomplish with this. You were the yeah. very first person to submit it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, God bless her. And, and just, you know, that's what I want. That's, that's at the end of the day, you know, we're all in this together and we got to, we got to act like that. Um, so. I just had a conversation with a guest who's going to be on the next episode and that's one of the things that we hit on and like we're both like pleasantly not surprised I don't want to say surprised but we have been just amazed at how well the community has stepped up in helping each other out and Mm -hmm. being involved with each other and looking out for each other and it's truly heartwarming so I think that that is going to be that's how we know we're going to get through this and that's how we know we're going to come out of this even better than where we were before so I'm looking forward to that I agree lots of good in this episode on what do you think I totally agree totally agree um yeah and again I'll have all the information in the show notes um so stay safe out there keep doing what you're doing yep be good to yourself San Pedro be good humans yes All right, so we'll see you next week on the podcast. Sounds good. All right, bye. Bye.